is the Odd and Offbeats podcast. Hey, hey, eyeballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever listless Louis Fox. That's right. I go side to side like a ship when I walk. <laughs> or I get to the grocery store and forget what I was supposed to bring home. <laughs> I was going to use the word dull, but then I was like, Louis's the farthest thing away from dull that I, there is. I'm closer to Matt yeah. <laughs> with an Wait, E. What, <laughs> I like my life like I like my framing. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> All right, so how's it been going, man? We've had a crazy few days. Oh, it's all Mad Max from here on in, It is, man. It's crazy. (laughs) What added to our fear is we were listening to a podcast about the Black Dahlia Killer, Uh which is super freaking freaky, dude. Mm -hmm. And as we're listening to it, we have a tall privacy fence, and Mm -hmm. then- in our front window, over the privacy fence, there's a light shining from a car, and the car is like driving like weirdly slow. Uh huh. And so I'm it's like, like like a ship looking for like someone that went overboard. Yeah, pretty much. It was crazy. And uh, so naturally, we're like, "What? The, what the hell's going on? Black Dahlia Killer is yeah. here to murder us." Because <laughs> they never caught that killer. No, right? they didn't. Still at large, and after well, after the Matt Baker, in, it was in the forties. So <laughs> <laughs> the person is probably long dead. But they actually think Man Ray, the artist, played a role in it. Anyways, so like I run out. And the car is gone. And uh-huh. so we, I posted on my ring neighborhood to sort of like. You are officially an old man. You're old I, man. I am, Baker. man. <laughs> Looking out for my people. You're spending your night going through your baseball cards. Yes, I did. And, and, and snitching. Uh, <laughs> I did go through my baseball cards all day yesterday to sort them out, see what's valuable. <laughs> snitching out, guys. Well, I'm fine if he does it to other people. Like, I just don't want him, like, checking out my stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm, you know. So, so, I, okay, so it was a van with a light on top driving yes, through. Yes, like a lighthouse. Uh, it was like a mobile lighthouse. Okay. Calling the criminals towards it. <laughs> yes. That, that's why you perked up when you saw <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, I was like, what the hell? Like, I need that. <laughs> Is it time? <laughs> Is it that time? It's, it's... They said May 2020. <laughs> I didn't know what day it was. <laughs> <laughs> the purge is happening. <laughs> and you had some sort of shooting happen, not at your kid's school like it normally does. I know. For one, it's not there because the field's closed. Yeah, <laughs> we, had, yeah we were um, just watching TV and we hear like the doors open, it's not, you know, the windows down. It was super nice out. We hear pop, 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 pop. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, those are gunshots. My wife's like, I don't know. And I'm like, those are gunshots. Yeah, no. And they, and they sounded like they were maybe uh, half a block from us. Wow. So I, you're supposed to call the police, and they can kind of triangulate where, where they're coming from. And you, so I call 911. I'm like, yeah, I think I just heard gunshots. She's like, well, how do you know they're gunshots? And I'm like, look. Are you on the same Facebook group as my wife? <laughs> Those are not gunshots.com. Yeah. I'm like, my wife's side hustles answering 911. <laughs> you're, on, you're on the 911 call. You're like, I think I just heard gunshots. And your wife in the back, no, it's not. He always thinks it's gunshots. See, that's the thing is I never think it's gunshots. Uh-huh. And, but I'm, I'm always, every time I've called 911 to report something suspicious, they're always like, how do you know? And I just want to answer with like, look. I've shot a gun up my street a couple yeah, times. I've shot people before. Yeah. Well, like, I reported, uh, this is old man talk, a mailbox prowler 
Uh-huh. And Lane's like, how do you know they weren't checking their own mail? And I go, because she was in a car that stopped at every mailbox, opened it, pulled oh crap goodness. out, and didn't put crap in. <laughs> They're just trying to find reasons not to go out. Yeah. They're like, ah, that guy's a little shady. Yeah. Yeah, so we reported well, it. You're giving me a hard time for you're just that's just mail theft. That's it. That's it's mail just theft. Just a shooting and mail theft. Yeah, come on, narc. It's not Jeez. The criminal lighthouse. I didn't call the police. I just posted on my ring neighborhood. See, that's even worse. No, I just Now you're a gossip of the old lady. No, I was at the reason I put it on, I was asking if anyone had information or had an experience with this person because I didn't want to assume what they were doing was crime or mm-hmm. trying to be a criminal. Okay. Like I just said, hey, you know, maybe he's you're looking putting for his that last on, dog. You're Maybe he's, looking for, his, maybe he's else. looking for his daughter. It's like the definitely looking for kids <laughs> in that van. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's like it, it's by you putting it on ring and making other people say it's bad. That's like that uh, Louis C.K. joke about the N word. When you say the N word, you're making me oh, say uh, the actual. Jake Johansson says yeah, that. yeah, yeah. You're doing that with Ring and crime. You're, How so? You're making them. I'm watching out for the community. You're making them. I did add the N-word at the bottom of the. <laughs> I just threw it in. <laughs> the bottom of it. They're like, but, but in the comment, you said the guy was Italian. Well, what was, speaking of that, that, here's a connection from what happened to last night to the N-word. My neighbor also came out because it was like very like jarring. Like, what uh-huh. the fuck? And he came out in his car and I told him like what had what I had seen. And he goes, oh, I just thought it was like the these black kids listening to music. I'm like, OK, like, can we just leave the racism behind? Yeah. For, like every time I talk to him, it's, like, and it's a little ageist, too. They're not always kids. Yeah, true, right? Old yeah. people can listen to yeah. loud music. Yeah, probably because they can't hear. That's how loud this van was as it drove by. It sounded like music, and he is he is not even on the street that the car drove by. He's a <laughs> it, house behind me. It's crazy that it's not like my, my snooping van is not super stealthy at all. Yeah. Yeah, man, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I am getting older. As uh, my whole day was going through baseball cards, uh-huh. enjoying my bidet, yeah, and then uh, yeah, narking on, <laughs> narking on weird brown vans. <laughs> All right, let's get to some stories. Let's do it. some weird news sorry to interrupt this amazing podcast i know i feel like a jerk doing this <laughs> but we do want to tell you that on may 28th at five o'clock pacific time we're doing the second odd and off beat variety show the deuce yes Louie and I will be hosting, and it has a bunch of new variety acts that you didn't see last time. You say new or nude? Nude. Oh. <laughs> new. 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 <laughs> we got three new acts. We got a yo-yo world champion. We have some Canadians. We don't know what they do. We just know that <laughs> they, they're Canadians. And they're world champions. <laughs> they're world champion Canadians. <laughs> they're like top of the world. They're like huh? the best Canadians. <laughs> and then we also have a one-man band, Eric Haynes. They're going to be joining us and that is may 28th five o'clock pacific and you can get tickets on our website onoffbeat.com slash tickets yep I, i'm proud of you for not saying backslash it is it took us a hundred and something episodes for me to learn 
I would just call someone and they said backslash when I was reading them something and I wanted to yell at them. <laughs> I've spent most of my time in Matt's basement correcting that it's a slash, yeah. not a backslash. And I'm glad we use this commercial to also <laughs> yes. to educate get the world. Out your, your frustrations. But check that out, folks. We would appreciate the sport. It's going to be a fantastic show. And we're going to get you back to the podcast. Back to the podcast. This story comes from CNN.com. That's a news source more reliable than getting a hernia diagnosis on Skype. I feel like that could be work. Do they got to go in for the hernia diagnosis? It's the one where they grab your balls. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. You just have to rub them on the the webcam. Maybe you could grab them yourself and describe what is happening or what you feel. So I had to get the hernia check once, and I was... Initially diagnosed with the hernia uh-huh. through the grab, which was super awkward, too. Okay. Because, so I go to urgent care. I was on, on the road, but I was home for, like, three days. Uh-huh. So I couldn't just go to my regular doctor because he wasn't open on the weekend. They're like, well, we don't treat this. I'm like, look, I'm on the road. Like, there's nowhere I can go. Mm. She's like, all right. So she's like, we need to bring in another woman to, to keep Obviously, an eye yeah, on yeah, this yeah, while yeah. we grab your, your, yeah. your nuts. And so the girl comes in, and she's like, okay, she's the... Watcher and they, so you gotta drop your pants in front of two people. Yeah, the you gotta dose. disappoint two people in <laughs> one visit. So, so she checks. She's like, "Yeah, you got a hernia." Yeah. So then I have to go get X-rayed. But and you should really buy your wife flowers. <laughs> Fast forward, so I ended up not having a hernia um, after they X-rayed me. But the the witness ended up working at my local clinic where my doctor was. Uh-huh. She was just helping out at the urgent care. Oh, wow. So I would run into her at Starbucks all the time. Hey, <laughs> what's in, up, dude? Hernia, me. not hernia. <laughs> it was like the next day I ran into her at the Starbucks. She, she sees you, uh, you know, carrying your coffee out. She's like, be careful with that. I don't want to pull anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Saggy Louie. <laughs> it was, it was, because I think there was the first time, I think Ella was with me. And so I'm like, Hey, and I was like, who's that lady? I'm like, yeah, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. Before (laughs) I met mommy. (laughs) Last weekend. There was a moment (laughs) in my life with two ladies. I will say, in that instance of being with two ladies, not what the movie's making out to be. Yeah, yeah. Although I had a dream last night, and in my dream, I wanted to figure out why they don't call couples massage, menage a... Massage a trois. Massage a trois. That was four, my dream. Because there's four people. Because <laughs> no, there's three people. Oh, because oh, I guess you're you right. Yeah. Okay. That's mis- why they don't call it that. Massage. I thought I thought I was being dumb, but it isn't a dream. So come on. All right. Anyways, also being dumb is this man in this story. California city official who threw cat and drank during video meetings resigns. AKA this guy's my spirit animal. Yeah. A Northern California City Planning Commissioner resigned on Tuesday following a video conference meeting in which he was seen throwing his cat and drinking what appeared to be an alcoholic beverage. So the problem wasn't that he was drinking what appeared to be booze. It was that they couldn't confirm it. And one of the rules on Zoom, it's in the terms of service, you have to drink during a Zoom meeting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And how do you not drink in times like these, right? Like That's all I do all day is drink alcohol (laughs) and throw cats. In a resignation letter sent to the city of Vallejo via email, a copy of which was provided to CNN, Chris Platzer apologized for his behavior during the meeting. I think it's weird, first of all, that I would have let them fire me. I've been like, dude, I did what I did. It's, it's whatever. Yeah. These are tough times. And called it a day. Yeah. 
If you live for two months in quarantine with this cat, you would drink and throw it around all the time. This cat bullies me all day. <laughs> this is worse than Ryan at work. He tells me I'm fat, that I'm slow. He meows at me. That I need to put on pants. <laughs> he's, he's like, Ryan at work's like, come pet me. <laughs> We are living in uncertain times, and I certainly, like many of you, am adjusting to a new normalcy. This new normalcy is abusing a cat <laughs> and alcoholism. <laughs> no, his new normalcy is being nice to animals. <laughs> he was nice until now. <laughs> I did not conduct myself in the Zoom meeting in a manner befitting of a planning commissioner and apologize for any harm I may have inflicted. When I look for the utmost standards, it's the planning commissioner, really, to who I look to morally. Well, you would it think goes... that a planning commissioner would plan out the Zoom meeting a little bit more <laughs> Effectively, right? He just kind of proved he wasn't good at his job. <laughs> For people that I'm going to take my um, role models, it goes Jesus, the Pope, City of Vallejo Planning Commissioner. <laughs> After the April 20 meeting, city officials called for Platzer to be removed from his position, and the mayor asked the city council to consider his immediate removal at its next meeting on Tuesday. That's low down, man. Yeah. Jeez. At the meeting in question, the city's planning commission met to discuss a local Costco project and the issue of physical distancing. He was just demonstrating physical distancing with his cat. Yeah. If when someone comes around, you just toss them. And then then, then you take a pull of your beer. You're like, hell yeah. Yeah. The meeting was recorded and is available to be viewed by the public, but we could not find the video. Actually, I think I may have found it. Oh, okay. When the moderator asked Platzer for a comment, a cat could be heard meowing in the background. <laughs> okay, well, I'd like to introduce you to my cat, Platzer said, while lifting up the cat to the camera. See, that's okay. nice. He then tossed the cat in a thud. <laughs> could be heard off camera. <laughs> No, no, no. We just have a Foley studio back here. <laughs> He's like, no, that thud was not the cat hitting the wall. That was me kicking my dog. Yeah. Get it right. <laughs> that, was, that was me punching my kid. <laughs> in another moment of the meeting, Platzer, who was appointed to his seat in 2016, could be seen drinking what appeared to be a bottle of beer. Well, yeah. But I mean, that's they don't know if it was or not. Exactly. I mean, his biggest problem is like, haven't you ever heard of a cup? Yeah. It was like... The Coors Light tastes so much better out of a bottle. I, I mean, if he wasn't slurring his words or b- rendering ineffective, I feel like that's not that big of a deal. You're at home. Yeah. It's like, There's on. nothing that says you can't have a drink before the city council meeting. Yeah. And who knows if that was, like, on his off time? Yeah. Or, like, like is, it, is it a volunteer position? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, who knows? After the meeting ended and everyone else had left the call, Platzer could be heard saying, I'm going to call bowl, I'm assuming bullshit is yep. what is on you little i don't know what they they're blocking out the words so it's sort of hard I, I would imagine bullshit is one of them on you little and is that bitches i think it's i think that's what little it is. bitches so there's multiple cats or multiple animals i think he was calling bs on the people in the planning commission oh you think so yeah like maybe he was like i'm, oh. I'm for the costco and then they're like, we're not. I'm not for social distancing. I'm calling bullshit on you. <laughs> yeah. <Is> that, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I've been to Vallejo and it sucks. I would imagine throwing a cat <laughs> is probably the most exciting thing to do. It makes you an upstanding citizen. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe this guy's like a you know world champion cat tosser. Maybe he like is the cornhole champion of cats. So I Googled cat tossing. And? Um, so the first thing that came up was a pet MD. And someone asked, is tossing your cat bad? That was the first question. That was the first question that came up. (laughs) And the answer is yes. Yes. And then there's videos. So there's like YouTube or like, you know, video game streamers that that do it. And they're like, 
you know, the cat will get in the way and they just throw it. Yeah. But then there's a lady, old lady who has like a moose come in her house. So she picks up the cat, throws the cat at the moose, and the moose leaves. Nice. Yeah, it's a self-defense cat. Absolutely. Who needs a gun when you can get a <laughs> cat 45? <A> moon. <laughs> what are they? Uh, Maine Coon. Who, need, <laughs> who needs a gun when you can get a Maine Coon? Exactly. Right? They'll protect your house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's that's a fireable offense, nor do I think that he should resign because he's swigging a little beer. I think it's more problematic that he's, like, swearing at the people yeah. after the Zoom meeting is, you know, over. That's yes. what I fear. We've been doing these Zoom shows, and I'm always afraid, like, did I turn off the Zoom thing? Are they hearing me, like, you I'm know? I'm super paranoid of that. Yeah. Of, yeah, it being over, but it not being over. Yeah, I never had my cat around because I know if it came in the Zoom meeting, I would toss it for sure. Yeah. Maybe set it on fire. <laughs> and then toss it. <laughs> All right, so what do you think, Louie? If he, if he was good at his job, it's sad to see him go, but, um, you know, get some justice I the think cat. the city of Vallejo will recover. <laughs> I think they can come back from this. I believe in you. <laughs> this is going to unite them as a community. <laughs> Ah, I like it. This story comes from nypost.com. That's a news source more reliable than getting hot french fries from DoorDash. Oh, because they go slow is what you're saying? Yeah, because <laughs> they, go, they go slow and it's never quite like at a restaurant. <laughs> Not as crispy. Yeah, fries are something that weren't designed to be delivered. It says so on their Wikipedia page. Have you ever... Uh, have you... <laughs> have you ever... Saved fries and eaten them as leftovers before? Yeah, but you like throw it in the frying pan. Like at that point, yeah, that's I'm, true. I might as well make my own fries. Yeah, that's true. All right, so this story is pretty interesting. You know, there's not a ton of weird news going around right now because everyone is home. Yep. But this story goes: breast friends, <laughs> woman's implants deflect bullet and save her life. Oh, now she's indebted to them for the rest of her life. <laughs> <laughs> Who's her breast? Oh, because the, they're the two breasts. Yeah, they're breast friends. Gotcha. All right. So this reminds me of the story that we did, not the saving the life, but we did a story on episode 87 of the woman with the world's largest fake butt. Yes. Yeah. Miss and Miami. Miss Miami. Yeah. So this story goes, she was saved by silicon. Oh. Not the valley. The substance. <laughs> A woman survived a close-range gunshot thanks to her silicone breast implants doctors have discovered. You know, when you go in for breast implants and they're like, they're ten grand, and there's a $5 upgrade if you want Kevlar boobs? She's glad she did that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, all the SWAT teams are just going to have like, silicone implants. <laughs> that could be a selling point for doctors, right? We're going into battle, boys. <laughs> get, your, get your silicone vest. This, uh, this breast implant doctor just got a contract from the government. <laughs> from the New York City police. What's crazy is they put silicone in their body. It's odd that a substance you put in your body is the same substance I use to prevent water from running in the cracks in my shower. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so weird. It's true. You're going in to get a, your breast implants, and then you see the doctor at the hardware store the night before with this, <laughs> all the caulking materials. 
<laughs> when he shows up with that that caulking gun with a ratchet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So researchers detailed how a silicone breast implant deflected the bullet from nipping the 30-year-old woman's vital organs in a new study published in the Sage Medical Journal. So there's a picture we'll post. It's very much like if you see the movie JFK where they have the magic bullet and they have the lines going through. <laughs> that's pretty much what's yeah, doing. They have a wire going through her, her breast because they took it out. And it shows where the bullet entered and the bullet exit. It's like, you know, some sort of FBI investigation. <laughs> In court, they're like, let me uh, let me throw out exhibit 36 double D. <laughs> nice, Louie. <laughs> the implant caused the change in the trajectory of the bullet, surgeon Giancarlo McEveny, a co-author of the study, told CNN. That sounds like the dude that would be involved in breast surgery, doesn't he? Yeah, absolutely. He's the co-author of the study. <laughs> yeah. We need to study how these breasts... <laughs> the bullet wound entry was on the left breast, but the rib fracture was on the right side. The bullet entered the skin on the left side first and then ricocheted across the sternum into the right breast and broke her rib on the right side, he explained. It's a magic bullet! <laughs> How can it go in the back and then through the front and then in his wrist and then in a governor's side? (laughs) And then then it hit Jackie Kennedy's hat. (laughs) I feel like this is a superhero ability if you think about it. She can make a man's head be on a swivel. She can deflect bullets with just her nipple. (laughs) It's Silicone Sally. (laughs) I like that you rhymed swivel with nipple. (laughs) Hey, you know, it's all about how you sing it. I'm no Neil Young. So, uh, You're just a mere Bob Dylan. <laughs> the shooting took place in 2018 in Toronto. It was one of a handful of documented instances in medical journals where breast implants have saved a person's life. So some other famous ones, uh, they prevented numerous drownings. And they gave Anna Nicole Smith's late husband, J. Howard Marshall, a reason to live. <laughs> Yeah, I imagine that's like, when she died, she's like, get those out of there. I can resell those for $10,000. And the first instance where a silicone implant had actually changed the trajectory of a bullet, according to the authors. The bullet was going to pass her. I was like, what? I know. That's how you know it's a male bullet. (laughs) I just want to slow down and get a better look. (laughs) There are two types of breast implants approved in the United States. Both have a silicone outer shell, but one is filled with saline while the other type is filled with a silicone gel. One prior study showed how a saline implant had saved someone by slowing a bullet's speed, while a second study details how a silicone implant stopped a shotgun pellet. All right. Details of the shooting are not clear, but the victim managed to walk herself to the hospital to the disbelief of caregivers. There's always tons of people that, like, roll into the hospital half dead, though. Yeah, right? She was talking. The trauma team was in disbelief at how well she was, McAvenue told the outlet. The victim suffered broken ribs and broken implants. but And a broken sugar daddy. I know, right? (laughs) Well, at what point it's like you either lose the $50 in your wallet or the $4,000 to get new (laughs) breast implants. Exactly. At what point you're just like, here, here's my credit card. Yeah, but I wonder if like insurance covers it. Maybe. Possibly. Because I know like my my homeowner's insurance covers me walking down the street. Well, I would imagine a lot of insurance would argue that it's mostly cosmetic, right? But for some people it's not. Yeah, but it was already in you. You already paid. So like if I... My homeowner covers me, so not my health insurance. But if I'm, like, walking down the street and you punch me, I believe it's covered through my homeowner's policy. Oh, gotcha. Not my health insurance. (laughs) Somehow, my breast implants are covered by my homeowner's insurance, (laughs) my car insurance. (laughs) But not my health insurance. (laughs) And it's under warranty for my new roof that I got. (laughs) 
that's under warranty for this external hard drive that I just recently purchased. <laughs> but, 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 but to claim, we have to say it fell off my roof. <laughs> On the left-hand side is the heart and lungs. If the bullet would have gone into the chest, she would have had much more serious possible life-threatening injury, McAvenue added. So, what an interesting story, and this has obviously happened a while ago, but the, the journal just posted the findings. And, you know, it's good to know that quality scientific research is happening during the coronavirus <laughs> outbreak. I, I like that it was probably like actual research has stopped. So they're like, well, let's dig into the, the rejected file. Us as scientists, we could look into this virus that is killing almost a million people. Or we could check out why boobs are yeah. deflecting bullets in two cases in the world. We, we need to look into that. That's an anomaly. <laughs> That we could find the vaccine for the coronavirus within the silicone breasts. You know, I, I live in, in not the best neighborhood, and I think I'm going to get me some silicone breast and butt implants. Keep me safe. Probably cheaper than a bulletproof vest yeah. or a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Gun, guns are pretty cheap in America. Oh, we live in America. <laughs> so, yeah. What do you think about this, Louis? I think it's great that something people think is so frivolous saved her life. Yes. I agree. Uh, Yep. I think it's just going to become a selling point and talking point for <laughs> doctors who do this on a regular basis. P.S. Have you read this study? Yes. <laughs> All right. And we will post a picture of the silicone implant that's been removed with the wire going through it where the bullet entered and exited. Yes. Cool. I like it. Yep. That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for tuning in and checking us out. Yes, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts and the bottom of Matt's basement. <laughs> Can the people see anything that's going on in your life, Louie, that you would like to plug and let them know? Check me out on Facebook. Uh, just search my name, Louie Fox. You can catch my uh, breakfast I post every day on weekdays only, weekends. Oh, yeah. I got to rest. Yeah, take a break because yep. there's some heavy-duty cooking you've been doing. And you got a little cooking show going. Yeah, I just posted a margarita video a couple days ago. Yeah. Um, I lost interest at two minutes. Yeah, that's about... <laughs> Here's the I was th like, I can make a margarita in a minute and a half. What is, <laughs> what is, why do I got to watch eight minutes? <laughs> I gotta, it takes a lot of explaining. <laughs> Does it really? Yeah. A shot of tequila, <laughs> a shot of triple sec, some lime. Yeah. I just made a margarita in three seconds. <laughs> but you have to demonstrate. I can't oh, just, gotcha. It's not just like a, a recipe. A, Fair enough. Yeah. I'm not trying to poo-poo on your margarita You're, video because yeah. it is good. Yeah. It is good. I did watch the whole thing. Uh-huh. In two-minute increments. <laughs> it took me three margaritas to get through your one margarita video. I made, I made five meter margaritas in the time it took you to make one. Yeah, so Dude, check that out. It's fantastic. I got so plowed making that too. I bet. Because you FaceTime, I was using my cell phone to, to record it. Mm. And I got partially through, like almost to the end, I had just poured everything, and then you FaceTimed me, which made the video stop. Oh, well, that's on you, man. You got to make sure you put your, your phone in airplane mode. Why are you blaming me? <laughs> so then I had to drink it, and then I realized that it didn't record, so I had to go back and redo it. Nice. And if you watch the well, video, mine are super boozy. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. what you're saying is thank you I went, for calling. I went on uh, that night, uh, I went on a little blackout walk. <laughs> And then you shot a gun down the street. Oh, it was me the whole time! 
It was me. <laughs> you should just test it. Like go a block away, shoot a gun, and then be, come back into the house. And go, hey, honey, did you hear those gunshots? And she'll be like, that wasn't a gunshot. And I'll go, <laughs> twirl it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. where can they catch the Matt Baker comedy stunt show? Not a goddamn place, folks. I am just going to be hanging out and relaxing. Yeah. If you want to check out stuff that I'm doing, you can check out my Etsy page. Ooh. Eric and I have an Etsy page, and that is Dime Museum Art. And that is on Etsy. We have uh, cool, funny cards, and we got other original art that we've been Your making. Your quarantine cards are awesome. Yeah, I just put up two today, so check that out, and I would appreciate the support. That'd be awesome. And you could also, if you speaking of support, Lou, yes. we have a Patreon page. What? Yes. Did you know this? I, this is news to me. It's crazy. And folks, if you want to support us, you can do so by donating to our Patreon page as little as $2 a month. Yeah, that's one Thomas Jefferson, one single TJ. Yes, absolutely. That's what? That's three stamps, I believe. Yeah. Right, these days. <laughs> the post office might go out of business, so who knows? Yeah. They're going to be go up in value, these stamps. Yeah, so you check us out at oddandoffbeat.com uh, slash Patreon, uh, or hit the Patreon link. It'll take you to our page. And make sure it's not the backslash oddandoffbeat, because that takes you to a totally different website. And yeah. that is just ye- Louie yelling at you. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thank you so much. We hope you're safe, you're sane, you're happy, and we hope that we brought you some laughter in these crazy times. So that's it for us, folks. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Stay weird.